Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World podcast, we're going back in time to a land before time. To July. Yes. And we're going to do a trip report from this past summer. This has been something, so uh, for those of you who are, are maybe new to the show um, or tuned in you know, two weeks ago, we do bi-week episodes, bi-weekly episodes, I should say. Uh, we did mention on the, our previous episode how we took a hiatus, an unexpected hiatus, but a break nonetheless. And then we started recording, and now we're recording again, and we're kind of, the future is uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, lives are just kind of in, in like, we're, we're very happy and content, and, and life is good. So thank you for those who have checked in. But yeah, we're, we're doing great. It's just podcasting, you know, and especially with the, the state of Disney right now, it's, it's podcasting has just not been um, something that we've prioritized. But... We really wanted to make sure that we did this final trip report from our trip this past summer when we went, uh, when they first opened up back in July and did our 10 year anniversary trip and had just an amazing time. And, uh, you know, I think for our own (laughs) mental health and enjoyment, we wanted to do a trip report. But also, we know that this is um, trip reports tend to be some of our more popular episodes, we get tons of feedback on them. Um, people like hearing these and, you know, I think one thing about our podcast is that we do not get to the parks regularly. So our trips are very special to us where it's not just like, Hey, and, and some of my favorite podcasts like Monday morning monorail, they live in Orlando, rope drop radio. They go seemingly every other month, go listen to those guys, you know, and they, they do, they do visit frequently and they've got, they've got excellent, excellent um, shows, but they don't necessarily do as kind of in-depth trip reports as we do. We go way above yeah, and beyond. We do like an entire every episode, little detail. Yeah, so, or an entire day as an episode is what I was thinking. Yeah, we just like reliving it. And I know when I listen to someone's trip report, I like to listen to the details of what they were doing because I like to kind of live vicariously through them. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, we Disney spare dreaming. no detail in our trip reports so yeah so so the interesting thing about this is how vividly are we going to be able to recall this trip the good news is the notes that we took were made shortly after we got back so the details in the notes are are pretty fresh i guess but we're gonna be reading we're gonna be reading through these like oh we did do that. Oh, that yeah, was, that was awesome. Yeah. So anyway, how about we just kind of jump right in? Um, by the way, you're welcome to go back and listen to those trip reports from this past summer. Again, it was a whirlwind tour for us. We we um, drove, which we don't normally so drive. Do again. Yeah. Uh, although we might <laughs> we now that Magical it. Express is going away. Yeah, that that might heck? be a, a, a future thing because I don't know. Um, Went to Epcot our first day, did food and wine, attempted drinking around the world, didn't quite make it, but just had an incredible time just spending our day at Epcot. Then we did Hollywood Studios, did Rise of the Resistance for the first time, Galaxy's Edge for the first time. Uh, Those were great. And so this was actually our third and final day, and you might be shocked that it's not at Magic Kingdom. Right. For whatever reason, and I actually tried really hard to convince Rachel to just take a fourth day, do Magic Kingdom... I don't 
think you were trying to you were trying to get me to do Magic Kingdom instead of Animal Kingdom. I tried that, but then when that didn't work, I said, "Why don't we just stay an extra day?" But the thing is, we did this trip kid free, and the big thing of getting back home was well, we missed our child, but also we had people that were expecting us to return because right. they had been watching him, um, and the timing didn't quite work out. But I was like, no, I was like, you know, on our final day, I was, when we drove out, I was, I. I I was, we were at the Polynesian and I kept going, we could just, we could just hop over to Magic Kingdom for the day. But yeah. last we did not. We, we did. decided to do Animal Kingdom. We felt like this was, as far as the adult trip, um, just something we really wanted to do. There's a bucket list item on here that we're going to talk about in a little bit and um, Flight of Passage, <laughs> you know. Like, right. It, Magic Kingdom was great, but it's a lot of the rides. We felt like we'd ride a bunch of kids rides that we do love they're dear to our heart but we would just miss riding them with our little, now five-year-old yeah i know so. it just felt a little i just felt a little bad going to magic okay kingdom yeah but that you know also keep in mind this is you know the parks have been open for what two weeks at mm -hmm. this point mm -hmm. there was i mean still aren't any parades nighttime shows anything mm -hmm. like that character so, meet and greets. i mean character meet and greets right so a lot of the things I But Haunted really... Mansion, Tiki Room. Yeah, Space I mean Mountain, we would have had a great you know, time, but Pirates. Yeah. Yo, there are things always... that I just yearn for still. It's just and we'll it's get just to do this. Right. I know, but, but it's just now we're at the point where there are look, we're 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 definitely blessed enough to be able to take annual or every trips every eighteen months or something like that. But gosh, waiting that long between going to Disney feels like forever. So now it feels like it's been even longer because by the time our trip this year rolls around, it'll have been well over two years since we've been to the Magic Kingdom. We digress. Let's get to the Animal Kingdom. Yes, so we went to Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom... Yeah, there was okay. no need to... We. The, I was trying to remember what time it opened that day. Yeah, but we got... So you didn't... I don't think you still really need to. Obviously, over the holidays is a completely different story. But if you were going, like, on a random Wednesday in January, there's not really a need to rope drop Animal Kingdom. And there certainly wasn't at this point in time. There were not lines. But being the gung-ho, you know, rope droppers that we are, we we still wanted to get there at park opening. And we did. We were walking in, basically, as the gates were opening. And, of course, where did we head? Where did we go? Want to fly to passage, straight baby. to flight of passage. Straight to flight of passage. We'd never seen the queue at this point because we'd always fast. Pa yeah. I mean, we'd only ever always. been on it one time, right? Yeah. Or did we I got to ride it twice, right? The last trip. Anyways. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I'd never seen the actual queue. So that was kind of cool. Definitely cool. Turns out we got to see it many times on this day. <laughs> very true. Uh, but it is, yeah, it's a very heavily themed queue. Super cool. It's funny because at this time, I remember on Twitter, a lot of people were like, first time in the Flight of Passage queue. Mm -hmm. You know, because you don't want to wait. A lot of times, you know, it's 180 to 300 minutes right. and everything in between. So, um, yeah, went and did that. And I think it was 10 minute wait or so. Yeah, I think the first time was the longest we waited, probably. Yeah, which is kind of funny. So it was like 15 yeah. Or so no. And Just had like, we you know, rope dropped something else, we probably would not have waited at all for it. But right. flight of passage. I mean, there was nothing you could not have convinced us to do anything else other than flight of passage. So, um, and then after writing this, I really wanted to try the um, what are those called? Pong Pongu Olympias. 
lupia pongo pongo lupias but it's like a um spring roll very flaky dough mm-hmm. with pineapple cream cheese inside and like sugar crystals sprinkled oh, yeah, on top with the sugar crystals those yeah. were good <laughs> And it was. It was really tasty. It was, it it was, was like, like a little warm. Yeah. It was a really great pastry, breakfast. Very unique. I won't do that again. And then we got the Night Blossom, which ironically, this was for breakfast. Yeah. A um, little bit sour. I don't remember all the flavors, but like a passion fruit. Mm-hmm. It had the boba pearls, pearls on top. Um, that was super tasty. I kind of want to try that with rum next time we go. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. I remember it being pretty sweet. It was good. I would it's have like it again. It's sweet and sour. Yeah. It's definitely slushy. It's not like a smoothie. Definitely slushy. But yeah, that's great. So that was our breakfast, that I was guess. breakfast. It was tasty. Fake fruit juice and some pineapple cream cheese spring rolls. Um, then we kind of decided to head over to Expedition Everest. Or as our son calls it, Expedifferent Everest. And we did this one back to back. There was pretty much no wait. Yeah. We flew through that line, and that was also super cool to see the queue. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because before we did single rider, so we didn't even get to ride this together last time we went. We yeah, went this was still quicker line. than doing the single rider. Yeah. It was and so it's fast. such a cool queue, and mm-hmm. I'm sure, I don't know if, you know, people listening, but I know a lot of Disney fans have, you know, heard about Joe Rohde's work on the queue and how much detail he put into that, so that yeah. was fun to experience definitely cool and it, and it kind of hypes up the right ride the expedition experience. you're going on and the yeah. different artifacts and yeah. all that good stuff even though the yeti is a shadow of its original self but anyway Indeed. um at this point in time the up great bird adventure had been replaced by the show feathered friends in flight that's some alliteration for you and we had heard good things about this basically an improvement upon the Up Great Bird Adventure show in that they got rid of the Up characters, which are cute, but the show, when it was the Up show, was way too focused on, like, dialogue, like a story that you don't really care about. Yeah, it's and not a isn't good that story. entertaining? Mm-hmm. And then they bring out the birds. The show was really all about the birds and what the birds did. And so we heard that this had basically kind of cut out the crap. Sorry. Wilderness Explorers, we love you, but um, cut that out and just focus on the birds. And and I will say, the first two minutes of the show, it was great. Just bird tricks, flying through the audience. But then the lightning lightning struck. Yep, there's lightning in the distance, and um, they had to shut down the show. You can stay under the shelter, but we're not doing the show anymore. So we're like, okay. Correct. So. Yeah. So we kind of wandered around for a little bit. It, you know, you could definitely tell this like storm was it coming. It was an ominous, like we, yeah, you could tell it was going to storm at some point. The whole day it yeah, felt like it was just going to open up. It was up. really cool. Like the yeah, sky our pi- looked really oh, cool. Yeah. Our the, pictures, the atmosphere the weather was is nice, definitely neat. But yeah, you're yeah. just like, when are we about to get dumped on? Yeah. You know, storms brewing above Everest and. Yeah. Yeah, so you did something exciting as yeah. we kind of wandered around. So I finally did my first pin trade. I'd gotten a pin out of a candle. Um, now I can't remember the, the brand name of the candle. Yeah, don't know if I necessarily even want to promote them. It, it was not an impressive candle. It was a. It was supposed I like to the be... smell. It was definitely a good smelling candle, but it was supposed to be pirate water scented 
candle, yeah. and it was not. Still um, smelled good, but you might know who you... we're talking about. It's the only company that I know that puts pins in the bottom of the candle, and then you melt down the wax. It's a fun little out, treasure, which hunt. is very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cute, but usually the pin isn't anything like super special, but good for trading. Yeah, yeah, good material for trading. So I got a Gus and Jacques pen pin, sorry, mm-hmm. and super cute. Yeah, yeah, and you're just adorable. She was all excited about like first pin trade ever, <laughs> um, and. and also, if you listen to our previous trip reports, you may recall we became obsessed with Joffrey's Coffrey. Coffrey. Joffrey's <laughs> Joffrey's Coffrey. Um, and and I still maintain Joffrey's. If if you want to uh. sponsor our, you know, very inconsistent show, we we would love it. Um, but yeah, especially the nitro, the Joffrey's nitro. And I've uh, long been a proponent of Joffrey's in general. Like they have those giant pastries that are reasonably priced. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Starbucks is what it is. And I know people just love their Starbucks and are obsessed with their Starbucks. But when I'm at Disney, I actually just want Joffrey's. Mm-hmm. So we got more Joffrey's. We got the, um, it, it was like, was it like a Jamaican blend? It was yeah. like Animal Kingdom themed blend of coffee. Um, not the nitro. And it was good. Yep. So. Um, but the storm, I mean, is, is yeah, at this point, about we're to like, drop. We need to seek shelter. So we were like, well, this was kind of foolish. We just kind of wandered around instead of maybe trying to get somewhere. So we did the thing that I'm just like, don't do this. But we had to. So we're like, let's just go to the nearest attraction, which is the, at this point was Dinosaur. Um, so we start booking it to Dinosaur. Well, of course, you know, everyone else is trying to book it to a, a ride. We get in line. Well, we get in line as the storm is just you know starting to sprinkle a little bit and it's like mm-hmm. oh my gosh can we please get inside before it just downpours and we yeah, did because you're outside like you you're under a shelter then you like it winds around then you're outside of the shelter you're like am i gonna get under yeah. before so we it? get under the shelter and then it just downpour yes yeah, so um lucky. and you know the downside is we had to wait like 25 minutes for dinosaur which was the longest i think of any ride we waited for yeah. Other than Mickey and Minnie's one Runaway Railway, which we waited like about a half an hour for, but that's a new attraction, which is insane. Yeah. Um, and it would not D- dinosaur would not be this long of a wait if it hadn't been torrential downpour at the yeah. time. So. And but it was fine because we got to finish our coffee. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. You did some. You did some Instagramming live or whatever it was you oh, were right. doing. Um, and you know, dinosaur's fun. I, I do think that the lights were too dark. Uh, I you just couldn't see a lot of the dinosaurs, and then I saw other people commenting that basically like it's not normally that dark. So hmm. I don't know. I've but never been. It was my first ride ever fun, on dinosaurs. It's fun, so it's a fun ride. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I think kind of scary, and I'm glad we skipped it. We this is one thing we said. We were like, ooh. I'm good. It's good we skipped this when we had our four-year-old. Yeah, because he loves thrill ride, like roller coasters, all about that stuff, but. The like loud roaring and j- dinosaurs jumping out well, at you absolutely like, would have terrified him. Yeah, and he no was question. in a stage where he was like afraid of dinosaurs in general. Yeah, there was, like, like at the zoo, there's yeah, a dinosaur exhibit, like and... a brachiosaurus at the front. He was like, like cowering in fear yeah, of it. Yeah, he, definitely so. a good call. So next time we'll take the yeah. kiddos on dinosaurs. He'll be ready now. Yeah, he likes them now. Yep. Um, I had to go ride Everest again. So, and, yeah. and, and this kind of like summarizes our day at Animal Kingdom in a nutshell. We just, you could do anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember Rachel thinking, wow, this is just way more packed than I thought it would be. 
but I feel like it just really wasn't that packed. It's just that there's so many... Animal Kingdom, it's like they have these long paths that lead you to different places, and those weren't that crowded, but when you got in like the hub areas, it felt crowded, and I think that that's just the way that that park functions, is that there's just areas where people kind of congregate, because the wait times were not long at all, even though looking around, it looked like there were people everywhere. Because again, like five, ten minutes, we're walking on Everest. It was great. Yeah. So um, we sat and decided to eat our lunch at the um, seating where they had the Rivers of Light, which is no longer there. Like of of the things that Disney suspended during the pandemic, Rivers of Light was one that got the permanent axe. So rest in peace. Um, but this was cool because uh, along the river is where they have the character cavalcades um, for Animal Kingdom. And so we got to see... I think almost all of them. Mm-hmm. It was. I think we were hoping to see the is it Ducktales one, yeah, yeah, and that didn't come by. But yeah, saw the other ones or Pocahontas and um, Mickey and Minnie, Mickey right? Mickey and Minnie, drummers. It? Yeah, yeah, um, and that was definitely cool. And you know, us being frugal, we packed our lunch and just had snacks and stuff. So, um, but the storms would not be abated. They just kind of kept coming. So we're like, ah got to do something. So we decided to um, hit up the Nomad Lounge, which for us was a must-do. This was our bucket list item. When we have our adult trip, we're going to Nomad Lounge and, you know, going to just sit and and drink. And it totally lived up to the hype, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, it did. I'm just looking at our notes and seeing at what point we did it but you skipped something oh yeah because there was a wait so th- so we put our name down on the wait list right well we got to f- we went to flight of passage again oh because we, we didn't we, make it to nomad lounge yeah we couldn't in time. find it for a little while oh because we took remember? some we took some yeah we're like where are we we're and like it on dumped the bridge. us well you know, this is the thing. I know my way around the parks. Animal Kingdom still confuses the heck out of me. So we took some no help. back path that I was certain was going to dump us out right by the path that leads into Pandora and and passes by Nomad Lounge. But no, I ended up dumping us out in Pandora. Yeah, in Pandora. So we would have had to hook a and left. And it was, I mean, and at this point, the yeah. rain is just coming the down. The skies had opened. So we get in line for Flight of Passage. We're like, let's just go in here. It was, You're right. Yeah, yeah, I did forget about this. And this is when it was, it's like, you know, waterfalls coming down the mountain. You know, we were getting totally soaked. Yeah, I think we busted out our ponchos for this, but it was like too late. And you're when you're in line for Flight of Passage, they with the social distancing, they start you so far back. Yeah. Right? So most of the queue well not most but like half of the queue is outside it kind of and even though you're not um, standing with people there you're walking through it it takes like a good five minutes or so yeah. just to walk through We're the like, outdoor ah. portion of the flight of passage queue so yeah we just got totally drenched yeah it reminded me of uh, our honeymoon we went, hiked up that waterfall yeah, it was like hiking <laughs> a waterfall yeah so you're you're right sorry I apologize. I did skip that because then after Flight of Passage, now we're drenched. We've got our ponchos on. We then put our names in at the Nomad Lounge. There was a wait. So we get in line for Navi River Journey. Yeah. So we did a lot of walking this day. Oh, yeah. 
Because especially because Animal Kingdom is also very large. Yeah, I feel like we walked Everything's around kind of, the park at least twice. Yeah. Everything's kind of spread pretty far out. Um, but we got called for Nomad Lounge while we were in line for Navi River Journey. Yeah, we had so to like, like awkwardly ugh, back out yeah. past everybody. Like, ugh, I hate that. But right, because um, yeah, they kept closing the ride for clean. I think it. We got in line right as it was closed for cleaning, and then we're in line. And they stopped again for cleaning, so we were kind of in there a little. Extra I think time. it just closed for cleaning once, but once you get stuck for the closing, for the cleaning, that takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. We were like, we can't stay in line. We're going to miss our Nomad Lounge reservation. So, we were not about to do that. So, we headed to the so Nomad Lounge. And this had to... and this was a highlight of the trip for me, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, it, it kind of, Nomad Lounge kind of takes you to another place, but also it's delicious food, delicious drinks, great atmosphere. Um Rachel was kind of on an impossible meat kick this trip. So we tried so the good. impossible sliders with chipotle aioli and yuca fries. So good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The yuca fries were okay, but like the, the sliders were really good. Um, we I got like the, the yuca fries. We got the churros with vanilla cream and chili strawberry um, for dipping. Mm-hmm. And these churros are legit churros. These are not the same as you would get from like a stand in Magic Kingdom. These were actually really good. Very cinnamony. Very cinnamony, yeah. Um, nice and crispy. So good. So good. Yeah. And the, the chili strawberry was pretty spicy. Like, I'd say too spicy for what I want my dessert to be. But we ended up mixing the vanilla and the strawberry. And it was really very good. Yes. So. Then, As for drinks, do you want to say what, what drink you got there, Rachel? Yeah, I got something called the Annapurna Zing, which was super refreshing, super good. Um, had Bombay Sapphire Gin, Passion fruit puree, mint, simple syrup, lime juice, oh, topped with ginger beer. That sounds so good. <laughs> well, it, I would totally get that again. And that's a very Rachel drink. Like yeah, those so are like, all, all that sounds that, amazing. You put all that together and I'm like, oh, those yeah. are all things that you would really and like in a cocktail. to top it off, a glowing lotus flower. Oh, yes. So that added some yeah, it prettiness. visually appealing it was, too. It was very pretty and very delicious. My drink was not visually appealing. It was an basically an old-fashioned and it looked like an old-fashioned but this was um russell's reserve 10-year bourbon um saint elizabeth allspice dram tamarind syrup and lime juice it's called the tempting tigress and tempting it was it's very tasty bourbon's not my thing but if it were it was a very unique taste or a unique spin on the you know bourbon cocktail i really liked it so I will say, since going here, um, I did see someone on Twitter claim, at least, to be a bartender or have been a bartender at Nomad Lounge, and they're like, the best drink is one that's not on the menu. It's, you know, they use some fancy bourbon, and it's just an old-fashioned that the bartenders make. I'm like, darn. Wish I could have gotten the secret old-fashioned. Next time. Because, like like you being on your impossible meat kick, I've been on an old-fashioned kick. Yep. And that kick has lasted us into the new year yes well yeah. not into the new year i guess we're having right. a dry january right <laughs> ish um so Kinda after get- nomad lounge we were there for quite a while just oh yeah hanging out drinking chilling and it was just again vacation mentality to a tea like perfect it was real perfect it was good relational time yeah just time to chill and of course the atmosphere is perfect the weather was perfect it's soundtrack you know, Legit. Oh, yeah. And just like being 
under we sat outside on the patio and so kind of like watching you know the mm-hmm. the rain and another cavalcade came by yeah good yeah. times it was great times um we did we did want to ride navi river journey so we I decided like to give it eh, it's fine we decided to give it another another go um and the line was way shorter than when we even started the last time so yeah. we basically we got without stopping all the way back to where we left the line the first yeah, so it all worked time. out totally works out um, then we, we exit Navi River Journey and it was kind of like, should we do Flight of Passage again? I was like, yeah. And one thing I, I, we didn't mention, Rachel, is so th- they didn't do this all day, but there were a couple times throughout the day when we would get in line for Flight of Passage, you exit out off of the ride and there's a cast member as you're going through the cave corridor exit that would say, turn here to get back in line and it was like this shortcut back up to like the loading bay yeah area it definitely cut the line probably in half and i remember you saying like this is kind of unfair because we're kind of skipping a portion of the line but at the same time it also prevents you from walking all the way out all the way back to the front and then back up through the mountain to get there like a long walk so we definitely took advantage of that and after this fourth time, they were doing that. And I was so tempted. I was like, number five. And Rachel's like, no, I can't. I can't do it. And I'm like, yeah. I guess a little, yeah, little woozy. Um, But we still had done Kilimanjaro safaris at this point. So, and that's a Which must. Which kind of like, yeah, when you go to Animal Kingdom, must do. you have to do that. Must do, for sure. So um, this is about 5 p.m. So we felt like there was a pretty good showing of animals. Yeah. You know, compared to, to previous times, it was, you know, getting a little bit cooler in the day. And um, it was a good time. Um, again, walking. So we walked all the way back to Africa. And then we had to walk back toward the front of the park again. And so once again, so I'm, much ki- I'm kind of like, we could do Flight of Passage one more time. But we had dining reservations for our, really, the, the, the big anniversary dinner that we had planned, um, which was Sanaa. Uh, another, like just something we really really wanted to experience so we wanted to get back it freshened up for the date night and mm-hmm. um we did that drove over to animal kingdom lodge got in at Sanaa. yeah and what was the tip because you can um sign in to your reservation early or yeah, you can do it? like remote check-in yeah which yeah. we always kept forgetting about yeah so i don't know if they're still doing that but there's a tip for you. Yeah, ya. I forget how far in advance you could do your reserve check-in. But we would always forget, yeah, we get to the counter, waiting. and then be like, hey, we're here. And they're like, okay, it's going to be half an hour. And we're like, no, that's right. Yeah, like, we had a reservation. We got there for our reservation, and then we had to wait. Yeah, so. which is also really weird and not, not that yet. cool. But yeah, the totally heck. fine. So as uh, if you have never been to Sanaa, they are definitely without a doubt known for their indian style bread service and you get these four uh i don't call them loaves but four non-bread patties <laughs> what is what would you call a piece of non-bread um, probably just a piece of non-bread okay um but but you know large and so soft and oh, yeah. warm and buttery, melts in your mouth so buttery non-bread with all these different dippings that you could put it in and we tried them all and they're all it's fun that some i definitely liked better than others personally going back to sana 100 would do the bread service again but i would just get all of the garlic one the oh, garlic naan yeah, yeah because that was my that's favorite. right i forgot there were 
different kinds of yeah. naan. Yeah. Yeah. But the garlic was so good and a little bit spicy and just perfect. Um, I'm going to mispronounce this, but I got the um, pochi inspired. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> inspired like, what? It's just inspired. <laughs> pochi inspired. Uh, butter chicken. And you basically choose your meat. You choose your side. I got cilantro, coconut, veggies. And then you choose your filler, which I forget what the options were. Rice, couscous, stuff like that. I got rice. And Did we split it? Oh, we did, didn't we? Because we split the bread service and we split, split the... the bread service, split that. We're, we tried to be budget savvy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was probably enough food. Like Probably. I think, you know. We could have eaten more, but... Yeah, but we were all right. Yeah. Um, I was whelmed. What? I was whelmed. <laughs> not over... What? Underwhelmed? Not overwhelmed, not underwhelmed. Like we... it was fine. Yeah. I think it got really hyped up. Like, oh. Yeah. Sanaa. It's like, I mean, because we chose Sanaa because I did a Twitter poll and overwhelmingly Sanaa got recommended more than any other restaurant for our anniversary dinner. No regrets. Don't get me wrong. And it was good, but I think it was just like, yeah, this is like the bread service. It was great, but the actual meal, it was fine. Um, they did give us uh, an anniversary dessert, yeah, it was which very is very nice. nice. And it had like a piece of white chocolate with happy anniversary printed on it. Um, yes. and it was an African triple chocolate mousse um, with Nyangbo dark chocolate from Ghana, Tanariva milk chocolate from Madagascar, and O'Reilly's blonde chocolate almond biscuit and strawberries. I thought it was pretty tasty. If I recall, I remember thinking it was good. Yeah, um, it's a pretty good dessert. Yeah. yeah. Especially for a free one. Yeah, free and it's cool it's that Disney does that. And, you know, always, always, oh, if you've yeah. got an anniversary, birthday, you're celebrating something, just let them know. Can't hurt to ask. And they usually will oblige. Service was good. It was good. Atmosphere was good. Yeah. Yeah. So we I would well. do it again. I would totally, I would love to take like a larger party, like our family. If I don't think we're going to do this on our Thanksgiving trip, but I would love to have just like a big table with like a couple orders of the bread service and everybody's just kind of, and you know, a few different of the dishes to share mm -hmm. kind of Indian style would be good. Yeah. I just feel like there's so many other restaurants that I haven't tried that I don't know if I'm going to be running back to Sanaa. Exactly. Well, and it's out of the way. We had our car, so it was nice. We could just drive over there. But if you're not staying in Animal Kingdom Lodge and you don't have your own transportation, Man, it's it's tough to get from resort to resort, and I do think it's worth it, but you kind of got to jump through some hoops, and that's not really for everybody to, yeah. you know, take a bus to Animal Kingdom and then take a bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge. You can get an Uber or minivan. That's true. That's true. But that's an, an extra expense. Yeah. So something to consider. Um, so let's, let's uh, wrap up here, Rachel. This was our final night in Walt Disney World, and... The following day, we had a different type of Tragical Express where we're driving home, but we were yeah. not about to just leave Disney property. It was not going to happen. Just could not let that happen. No. We so had things to do. So. We wanted to extend the magic as, as much as possible, and Tonga Toast had, has long been on our must-try list, and so we decided to make breakfast reservations at Kona Cafe, uh, and... What a great decision that was. That was a great decision. <laughs> well, first of all, we love, of course, just going to the Poly and 
checking out the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Breathing in that that poly smell. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love the poly? So oh, yeah, it's instant so joy. We just like going walking there in just that place. Yes, yeah, we we go just. To, I mean, we try to make it to the poly every trip to at least you know at least a monorail stop or you know Captain Cook's Cone Cafe. Yeah. There's, you know, um, we still haven't been to Trader Sam's, which was not open and is still not open. But had it been open, we would have made it happen this trip because it's a very adult, you know, yeah. experience. Anyway, um, we did get the Tonga Toast, which is banana stuffed French toast rolled in cinnamon sugar and served with a strawberry compote. Um, I have heard that at Captain Cook's, it's basically the same, except you don't get the strawberry compote. Rachel and I disagreed here in how necessary it is. I felt like I could totally get this without the strawberry compote and be pretty happy. Rachel's over here shaking her head saying it it, it made it. it. I mean, it's so good, but you have to have, it would be dry and. I don't know. I thought it would, I thought no, it didn't need it. It totally needs it. It <laughs> adds that like tartness because if you just have sugar, you're just gonna have more sweetness. You gotta have that strawberry to like. It's give good. A little... It's good. But if you're talking about making a dining reservation, it's more expensive okay. at Kona Cafe. Um, I don't know if the portion size is the same, but it's more expensive, and the only real difference is the strawberry compote. I'm like, I'd and be fine going get... to Captain Cook's. I'm not. Well. There is one thing that would make me not fine with going to Captain Cook's anymore. And that is, um, you know, a, a friend of ours, Nick Salcedo, recommended splitting the freshly brewed Joffrey's coffee, said it right this time, um, Hawaiian Kona blend in a French press pot. And it was delicious. I mean, I would love to make this like a tradition every time I go to Disney. Tonga I toast, think we should. Tonga toast. Joffrey's French press. It it's was awesome. Not to forget the creamy grits with smoked gouda. I'm getting that which every was, time too. Which was surprisingly good. So really good. we felt like we wanted something savory as well. And we're looking at the menu and nothing really stood out. And then we were like, I don't know, smoked gouda grits. Yeah, let's try yeah, it. Yeah, it sounded like it might fill our bellies a little bit with something like yeah. starchy and... And it was so good. So good. It was so good. So yeah, this this meal, I'm looking at this, I'm like, best. every time. Yeah, we're could doing totally it. Do it. Yeah, do it. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> um, percent. But yeah, that was great. Um, we did, you know, spend some time in the poly, walking around. We we did some shopping. We we still hadn't bought souvenirs for everyone we wanted to buy souvenirs for. Um, so we checked out all the different gift shops. Um, but what we weren't satisfied. We didn't find this one thing. We were looking for something in particular for my sister, but we couldn't find it. So we're like, well, what if we hopped on the monorail and went over to the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary? And so we took it over to the Contemporary, did some more shopping for souvenirs, and I'm glad we did. I love going to the Contemporary, and riding the monorail is like a rite of passage. I feel like I didn't go to Disney if I didn't ride the monorail. Yeah, So that's another kind of, gotta do it. Gotta do it. So we did that, went, sadly, past the Magic Kingdom. Just had to kind of take it in from a yeah, distance. We're, we're so yeah, we close. Yeah, we wanted to see the pink castle. I know. At that point, I'm like, what? Oh, you stop at the Magic Kingdom. The doors open. And you're like, I'm not off here. Why? Yeah. But Why didn't we go? I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we did find the souvenir we were looking for at the Contemporary, which is great. What was it? Uh, it was just a coffee mug. Oh, okay. But it has the it had the letter the of K- their, yeah. the or C that, for their yeah, last yeah. name. Yeah. Or Cinderella's Castle. It was when they were doing the alphabet. Looks. Yeah, which they probably still have. Um, Maybe. And then we go, so so our car is parked at the Polynesian. So, of course, we come back to the Polynesian. 
And I'm telling you, it is so hard to just tear yourself away from Disney. This is yeah. one benefit to having a flight is you're like, we got to go. We got to right. go hitch the flight. We have no choice. I, I could have lounged around and just hung around Disney resort hopping all day because we get back to the poly and I was like, should we get a Dole Whip before we go? Like, I mean, I think that was that was on our plan. I don't think we decided until we were on the monorail back to Polynesia. I think Polynesian. I decided in my heart <laughs> when we were. You know, you might be breakfast. right. I think we decided after breakfast. You're right. You're right. But it wasn't like you know, itinerary that we planned weeks before this trip, sort of thing. But it was like, <laughs> it was like I, I go to Disney, I get a Dole Whip. Yeah. Um, but this is another. This trip was just full of moments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're curious about how Disney's different with um, the COVID-19 precautionary measures in place, it is, it is vastly different. And you're going to he- hear people talk about the magic being gone. And, and in some aspects, there's magic that's missing. But for, for, for us, there was a different kind of magic this trip. And, and part of it was celebrating our 10-year anniversary, the togetherness, the, the just being on Disney property. But a lot of it just came from from moments. And a lot of times, you know, you're in Disney Facebook groups and on Twitter and social media. And a lot of times you'll, you'll, you'll people will ask, like, I'm thinking of taking a couple's trip to Disney. I, I feel bad, like, leaving my kids at home. If you can do it, do it. Like, it was just such yeah. a great experience. And <laughs> I'm, like, getting emotional thinking about this. It's so dumb. But sitting there eating the Dole Whip with you, sitting outside at the Polynesian, looking at the castle in the distance, it was just special. Mm-hmm. And it was a great moment. And it was bittersweet because we were about to hit the road and, and drive back, which is not fun. Um, but I loved that moment. And there were so many other moments where we're just, we were able to kind of just relax, sit take it all in part of it is they make you sit if you are dining <laughs> you have to sit or <laughs> if you're gonna take off your mask you gotta be you gotta be sitting but that forced us to kind of sit and just people watch and take in the scenery and yeah and i uh, think it was great for me at least at Di- like when i'm at disney i'm able to just relax and be peaceful and not worry about because i'm kind of a chronic worrier and i'm trying you know i try not to be in a lot of regards and try to just enjoy the moment but I think it's just so much easier for me to do that at Disney because I don't know I just it's just my happy place I don't have to worry about a bunch of different things you know it's like when we set aside that time to be together to be together with the family and Disney just does a great job of kind of taking care of your your various needs and you know you can be at kind of a you know a bungalow or what would you describe Nomad Lounge as? Like, um, a, a tro- not tropical, but like a jungle hideaway. Yeah. With, you know, without having the hours and hours of travel fatigue or, you know, being worried about your flying into the murder, murder capital of the world. Yeah, we did and, that. Yeah. And there's and something did- to be said for just being like, hmm, I have my magic band yeah. and like no one can. Yeah, look. Take my purse. I have zero regrets about going to Honduras and being in actual jungle hideaways, drinking our beer and cocktails. Like, that trip was incredible. (laughs) But you're right. There's something to be said, especially when I'm a child now, of getting, feeling similar to that. Yeah. With the safety and comfort of Disney. And they just bring their own magic. They take you there. 
Mm-hmm. I did hear a quote that I thought was really funny. It was just like Disney is for people who want um, adventure without the um, risk, without any risk. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's exactly and what it's it is. Nice adventure sometimes. is out there in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, the Disney it's, bubble. But it does. It's, 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 it's magic. a magical place. Uh, you know, if you're listening to our show, I'm sure we're preaching to the choir. You love Disney. Uh, or at least you're very intrigued in it, which if you haven't been and you're thinking about it, reach out to, to me, Keenan Meadows at CaptureMagicVacations.com because I can help you plan these types of trips, um, which actually right now, like, I think people are very optimistic about 2021 because business is booming, uh, but I'd be happy to help you you plan your trip. We're planning another trip, um, but I, I always kind of want to go to Disney and I'm glad we got, we did this adult trip. Uh, we probably will not do one for a very long time. Um, because I can't wait to get back there with our son, our nieces, and that there's an extra level of magic when oh, yeah. you have kids that are seeing experiences, experiencing these things, seeing the characters. Yeah. They're, Their they're transported to another world too, but it's kind of, I don't know, probably pretty overwhelming and incredible. So, and the parent parents get to see that, and it's almost maybe, maybe even more joyous for us. But that, um, but that did it for our trip. Yeah, and you won't hear a trip report from us for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> another ten months or so. Yeah, <laughs> which is long. It's so long. We um, start our countdown. Yeah, and obviously, Planning. you know, listening to trip reports like this doesn't do it justice, but we hope that you were able to kind of live vicariously through our day at Animal Kingdom and morning at the Polynesian. And yeah, our legs are as tired as mine were from walking. Got some delight out of out of hearing miles. us describe this. Let us know, you know, what you think. Um, did, we, did, we, did we strike a nerve with anything? And did we, did we bring you any sort of memories that you might have experienced or give you kind of ideas for future trips we would love to hear from you You can reach out to us um but thanks for joining us on this journey through animal kingdom and as always thank you for being a part of our world until next time bye thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world please reach out to us on social media we can be found at part of our world podcast on instagram or facebook and on Twitter at P-O-O-W podcast. You could also shoot us an email, part of a world podcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614-392-8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland! Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.